Hi, and welcome back to the Bad Movie Podcast, hosted by me, Merida Mathis. And me, Alexis Clare. Well, we do apologize for our absence. We had personal issues going down in the town. But we are back with our final installment of The Conjuring Movies for this spooky time. But do not fear for our eight listeners. We (laughs) will be watching other spooky movies after this. It's spooky time for the rest of the season because fuck Christmas movies. Can I get an amen? No, we're doing the Santa Claus. Okay, we'll probably intermix (laughs) the Santa Claus within our spooky movies, but we will be heavily doing spooky movies after this. There's also a lot of spooky movies. Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah. Well, we have our like little choice. I know, but I'm like spinny wheel choice. It's a lot of movies. I think this was to do in like eight weeks. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) I think that this was our longest. um, Yeah. Or, like, the most movies per series yeah. that we have on the list, though. Unless we're... Spoilers, still gonna do Hannibal with five movies. <laughs> I will take the L. <laughs> we can just personally watch Silence of the Lambs together. Okay. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't ruin what they created. I've only, I've only seen Silence the second the one, so I've never. It's already it. been ruined for me, <laughs> honey. I've it was never. ruined when she bought it. <laughs> I can't snap. Um, shout out to Cat in the Hat. I wish they made a sequel. Same. I mean, fuck it. We might ball and watch it anyway for the pod. <laughs> I feel like so one of not to spoil, but one of the movie franchises that we have on our little spooky spinning wheel of choices is Scooby Doo. Yeah. I feel like Cat in the Hat could be tied into Scooby-Doo. I feel like there's probably, like, an animated Cat in the Hat movie, right? There should be. Like, like an OG one? Yeah. We'll see. We'll look into that, folks. We might might bring you Cat in the Hat vibes soon to the pod. But to get into today's (laughs) episode and movie. So, we watched The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, which is from 2021. And IMDb the synopsis is the warns investigate a murder that may be linked to a demonic possession and i also want to shout out we watched at for extra informational knowledge <laughs> a new documentary that just dropped on netflix a couple like this month called the devil on trial i want to say i was gonna say i do not remember but that was correct and it is the documentary that goes it doesn't go with the movie. Like, they didn't make the documentary for The Conjuring People, but... I was going to say, it's very derogatory towards the movie. Yes. Um, it is does not paint Ed and Lorraine Warren in the best of lights, thank God. Yeah. Um, however, it is a documentary told from the perspective of the family that the movie is based on. Yeah. And the, the individuals. Yeah, the Glatzels and... Uh, Arnie Cheyenne Arnie Johnson Cheyenne Arnie, Arnie Cheyenne. Cheyenne Johnson I don't know why when I they name. they are he's like he's a murderer <laughs> but he's got a great fucking name they're like we need to give you his full name every time he's brought up Arnie Cheyenne Johnson it's fine I look I just love the name Cheyenne I mean see that's the thing if his first name was Cheyenne I'd be like yeah but I'm like Cheyenne. Arnie Cheyenne Flop. I love it but to get into it, to get into the nitty and the gritty of the titty. Um, essentially, this movie is about 
a kid, David. Yes. Um, Gletzel, who's like, I think he's eight in the movie. In real life, this happened to him when he was 11. Yeah. He gets possessed by this demon from moving into this new house. Well, his sister, Debbie, is moving into a new house with Arnie. Yeah. And they're all, like, helping. And this is, like... Well, that's in real life. In the is that, movie... Yeah, I was like, is that in the movie? No, in the movie, they're, the whole family's moving into okay. the house. And I'm going to talk about solely just the movie first. Okay. And then um, we'll compare the movie to the documentary. But um, in the movie, they're moving into a new house. He gets infected. <laughs> he starts freaking the fuck out. And Lorraine come. He's bending backwards, shaking that ass. He's breaking bones. They're like, we have to do an exorcism. We can't make it to the church. We got to do it now. Home birth this demon. It all starts real fast in the movie. Yeah, the movie, we're chugging Like, and he's pretty much already possessed by the time we see him. Yeah. Um, And, like, within five minutes, we're breaking backs over the table. Yeah. Um, But during that, Arnie, who is dating... So the family is mom, dad, you don't really see them or talk to them ever. The yeah. dad is like never on screen. I think the mom is on screen for a split second. But it's mom, dad, little child, and Debbie, his older sister. Yeah. And Debbie is dating Arnie. And Arnie's always over. They're in love. They're like 18. Blech. They're, you know, I'm going to get married. This is it. And... um. Arnie, they're doing the exorcism. Arnie's over. He's seeing David freak out. And so he's like, he and David at this point is like possessed. He's choking out um, Ed Warren and like staring in his eyes and being like, I'm going to give you a heart attack, bitch. Oh, I was like, <laughs> damn near kills Ed. Damn near kills him. But then Arnie's like, no, let him go. Take me instead. And Lorraine is like, don't you say that. And he's like, well, I've already said it. So then Arnie gets possessed, except he, like, he takes the demon in. Yeah. And then it just kind of, like, subsides for a minute. And so everyone thinks everyone's cured. Ed's fucking dying on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Um, But the main, the Gletzel family plus Arn, Arnie, they're like, we're vibing now. Yeah, we're fine. We're the demon's gone. And hot. They're having cookouts. They're vibing. And then we cut to um arnie debbie and arnie oh. work and live at this house that's also a kennel and it has like an apartment upstairs and that's where they live and their yeah. boss lives there and in the movie their boss alan is portrayed as this like redneck drunk alcoholic low-key misogynistic high-key gross to women kind yeah. of guy and so there's like a lot of tension between him and Arnie because I think Arnie kind of thinks that he's a little sweet on Debbie. Yeah. And so because he thinks that the demon's like, well, I'm gonna make it worse. And so the demon makes him see things and like they're running. And eventually we get to the point that Arnie has been consumed by his demonic woes. By the devil who makes him do it. And he kills Alan. Yeah. Um, in the movie, it's him, like, sitting in this dog kennel, like, the hallway. All the lights are off. It's pitch black. 
and this weird like monster thing crawls oh, after yeah. him and he stabs it a lot of times turns out it's just alan um and he stabs him in the movie he stabs him 21 times is what they say yeah in real life he stabs him four yeah um but he goes Excessive to jail force, you gotta put that dog down you gotta put him down but um he goes to jail and lorraine are like well ed's in a wheelchair now. i was like ed is in a coma for most of <laughs> what just happened yeah um lorraine ed's is going through not it not okay lorraine looks rough for the first time she in this is movies. scary yeah but they get out of the hospital ed and lorraine are like the devil was in him he was possessed they're telling the prosecutors they're like yo look we'll prove it for you but like this motherfucker was out of his mind he wasn't in his right place like trust us he's a good kid he's just mentally unwell he's yeah. got the demon in him which is what everybody says which yeah. you know friends and family i would think it, that you're close to would probably say no they were chill yeah they wouldn't kill anybody most of like friends and family that like you're close to are not going to be like yeah um he was a I bitch <laughs> well you know you say that i mean i have some i mean not friends but like family that like if someone was like oh he killed a guy it was be like he I'm was possessed surprised. i'd be like nah he wasn't that's just him he would just do that yeah <laughs> um but arnie's in jail and he like they go to interview him and he doesn't have any like weird shit going on he can recite bible verses and all that and they're like what the fuck that's the thing like in the movie like he's not and up until that day which like it's like a few days have passed since like the exorcism seance whatever a few months right because ed wakes up yeah Um, it's like three-ish months and he's not acting super weird in that time where like supposedly david was like bending over backwards and stuff yeah when he was possessed and this motherfucker is like i don't know i've got a weird like i just wanted to kill somebody once mild cold (laughs) um and so they're trying to be like the devil he's fine and then while they're like well fuck, maybe he is fine then he starts getting like some shit happening to him then like he's in like the cell and like he's like trying to stab himself and yeah so he's doing a lot of weird shit and like david's kind of being like the voices tell you to do shit right right they told me that are you cold i'm cold i'm always cold um which like he says like he's like i'm always cold too and i'm like still like you're not supposed to be possessed anymore right is this like a ongoing thing is this like long covid <laughs> just about long to say demonic long COVID. possession <laughs> But, um, not that long COVID is funny. Sorry to anybody that has long COVID, but long demonic possession is a little funny. It's humorous. But, uh, Lorraine goes underneath the house and they figure out that it's some weird witchy hex thing. And she's that got all these little cursed. like totems yeah. that she's putting like under. The totems are giving Blair Witch energy. Yes. They're very I cute. I love them. I want one. Same. I want it as a little centerpiece with maybe like some little <laughs> black flowers on it. Maybe a little candle. They're so cute. Um, Her altar can... also. Oh my gosh. Okay. So long story short. <laughs> this witch is the bomb. They find out that it's a witch putting on this curse so the devil didn't make him do it a witch made him do it but that's not a good title i guess um and they find her altar in these weird underground tunnels because her dad was this like 
very high to do preacher priest guy and so he kind of like the warrens collected a bunch of shit that was like cursed and stuff and like kept it in his basement and she he was like yeah you know her mom died in birth and it's just me and me and her and then she started getting into the occult and then she started getting too into the occult and she used to explore all these um caves and shit that they had for the to connect all the like um churches and shit yeah and as a child and i just let her which like she's like the why? opposite of um judy like ed and lorraine's daughter I was is gonna like, say, like she's the opposite of lorraine because she's kind of lorraine's age true but like in the sense of like their family because like ed yeah. and lorraine are weird they collect all this weird stuff and judy's like that's whatever i'm a precious little angel her this lady's dad collects all this weird curse stuff and she said i want to be cursed too what if i killed people because while they're figuring this out, they find out that she has struck before. Oh, the lesbians. Yeah. And they found out that there was a totem found and associated with the death and disappearance of these two women. And Lorraine goes out into the woods to figure out what went on. And she's, you know, in the mind of the witch. I was like, she's being an empath yeah she's being gay and she finds out that one of the girls like got quote-unquote possessed stabbed the other one and then ran and jumped off a cliff which she just like me for real so true and so during this is kind of like when the during this time that um lorraine figures out that the door opens both ways baby yeah where lorraine could empath see what happened um, when the witch was working, the witch could look through her mind's eye and see where Lorraine was. Yeah. And so it always kind of feels like the witch is one step ahead mm-hmm. of everyone. But eventually they put the dots together. I also, I will say, and I said to this to you while we were watching, I didn't know that the witch was real. Um, we only watched this one time before. And I didn't remember her being like a real human being. Like I remembered her just being because it's called like the devil made me do it. So I was like, oh, yeah, she's like a weird demon. And then they're like, no, she's just, like just a lady. And I'm like, wait, what? Well, because like, you know, the whole thing is that like when you become a witch, you put your name in the devil's book. Yeah. Like you sell your soul to the devil to be powerful and shit. But I'm like, she's just some guy. Yeah, she's just a gal. <laughs> she's just a gal who doesn't have a lot of friends, but a fire outfit. Yeah. Love her little fit, though. But um, Ed and Lorraine are chasing after her in her little underground lair. Yeah. And she, like, blows some mist shit into Ed's eyes, which, God bless him, my man is going through it. I was like, this... they do not want him to see. Oh, my God. Like, in the last movie, he gets, like, gas burned in his eyes. In this movie, he gets a fucking heart attack, and he's got to take these little heart pills, and he's got this little cane. It's very cute. Um, And then he just gets fucking mind control sand in his eyes. (laughs) And so he's, like, stumbling around. Stumbling around, and he, like, has an axe. trying to kill Lorraine. Yeah, and she's like, it's me. I love you. Remember, you love me. God put us together. Yeah, and then You love this pussy bitch. Right? He brings up (laughs) the axe and, like, brings it down, and you're like, oh, my God, he's actually going to kill her. And instead, he's just destroying um, the witch's altar. The beautiful altar. Kills her. Yeah. She starts, like jiving yeah and then just derogatory gone. um so i guess she's the devil said and sucked her back in well i remember now so like he breaks her altar and like because her altar's broken she can't kill ed yeah and because she can't give the devil a what soul 
the devil still needs a soul because she promised him one. So he oh, takes her. That that makes that connects the dots. Yeah. Um, and then basically they live happily ever after. Yeah. Um, I mean, except for Arnie who get, cause like they also, Arnie they have this vibe. go to jail. Yeah. They have this vibe of like, we're going like to get him out. little music and we have a happy little ending. And I'm like, he does go to jail for a while. Yeah. And in the movie, cause in the end of the Conjuring movies, they always have like little things where they tell you like what happened, what happened, at happened the end, IRL. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, he did go for like 10 to 25. Yeah. And, um, I think it was 25 because in the documentary, which we will get into shortly, um, he says that like the judge gave him the maximum sentence yeah yeah so like but he's yeah but um it was like downgraded oh because he he got out early well so i think when he was originally charged he was charged with first degree Mm -hmm. and they downgraded it to manslaughter yeah which is why he got only 25 yeah um but i would like to point out real quick this is more of just a uh, cosmetic issue (laughs) for me um it's not even an issue i just think it's funny so ed in this movie is supposed to be like a frail little guy he's had a heart (laughs) attack he's got a um a little cane and he's like he's sweating all the time in this movie because you know they're probably missing his ass to be like you gotta pretend like you're ill brother (laughs) he's like patrick wilson could deadlift 400 pounds at this point in his life because on instagram in 2021 he posted a video of him deadlifting 400 pounds. So my man was fucking yoked and stacked my on this movie. cosmetic set. issue that I thought you were going to mention, but I forgot that, I mean, you and the rest of the world also um, hate blonde men. But Arnie in this movie has like the straightest. Just the straightest b- brown, brown hair. He is the most sickly looking creature I've ever seen in my life. Which IRL, fits. yeah. For, like, he's possessed. IRL, he's, like, this fucking country-ass, bumpkin, curly, blonde-haired man. Beautiful curly blonde hair. Ugh. Would love to put my little thingies in them curls. (laughs) It's the only thing that I think is cute about Arnie, and they said, no. I mean, you know, sorry to IRL Arnie, but I don't think you're cute now either. Sorry. (laughs) Well, okay. So, since we've laid out the baseline, let's, let's delve in. So, our first issue is that, well, our first two issues, I'll say, is A, David is 11 when this happens in real life. Yeah. B, not only does he have a sister, he has two other brothers. Yeah. This is a family of, that that would make it four siblings? Two brothers, yes. him, sister. <laughs> I was like, I uh, can't count. Same, I was like, oh, fuck. Um... Also, the house that they move into is big, it's grand, it's beautiful, oh, it has a yeah. chandelier. The house that they move into in real life, I, I, God bless it if it has four rooms. Yeah. Like, not it also, doing like, great. Like I said, like in the movie, it starts out like, we're here, David. I always want to call him Daniel. I don't know why. Um, but David is already possessed. In IRL, like, it happened for, like, a while before Ed and Lorraine even got involved. Yeah. Like, it was going on. He was just walking around possessed, essentially. Quote, Which, unquote. like, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't believe that he was. Quote, unquote. So. Quote, unquote. He was walking around acting possessed. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say, shout out to the real Glutzels, especially the brothers. Yeah. They're the real ones. Unfortunately, Debbie is dead. Um. Mm. 
like because mm, unfortunately i don't like her okay i mean she was still a human life and she didn't do anything wrong she was just standing up for her man and she stood up for her brother she, she believed she him. did do something wrong she, she groomed that David. boy well okay yes i forgot <laughs> about that she did groom him um but she stood up for her little brother yeah and i respect that because david his the middle brother was like i believe him but the older brother carl who jr honestly is an icon love um, him was basically like it's not real yeah We'll get into why it's not real, but he gives honestly, like from the last movie, he gives Janet. Yeah, and I said this while we were watching as well. Like they need Ed and Lorraine need to, which like they never would have done this because they were scamming people. But I wish they would have made a support or like just the survivors themselves would have made a little support group. Yeah, uh, you survived Ed and Lorraine group. Yeah, shout out, you did that shit. Start the Facebook group. <laughs> honestly, but um. So, in the documentary, it takes us through, like, there's obviously pictures and audio recordings of David being, quote, possessed. And um, most of it is him doing, like, the traditional growly voice. Yeah. The weird demonic laughing. He's cursing. He's mm-hmm. calling his mom like a, like a douchebag yeah i was gonna say he says douchebag which Which i'm like such 11 year old so 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 hard child coded that's so demon talk right if i've ever heard a demon say anything it's definitely douchebag right um i don't know for some reason in my head i'm always like a demon would just be talking in like old english i was gonna say latin like just breaking out that old english shit but um so he's possessed they contact so they have a neighbor who was a psychic or like was friends with the psychic they yeah. were like connected to some kind of psychic medium lady yeah and she got them connected to ed and lorraine yeah so now ed and lorraine are in the pick um she was an they had a friend of a friend who was an empath yeah who knew lorraine because she was an empath basically and so they came over and they were like oh yeah dude like this shit's fucked you got a dark entity in here brother yeah let's party um and so they're like let's party let's go why do you think this is happening and they're like i'm 11 (laughs) which i will say like the waterbed thing yeah is real and they do it in the movie there's a waterbed situation it's probably like honestly to me this and the weird like dark hallway like blackout hallway and then the creature running up to um alan or to arnie when he stabs him Mm -hmm. these are the creepiest scenes for me the scene to me, which we didn't really discuss, but like it's not big, but it was big for me when I watched it the first time. So Alan is like in prison. Arnie. Yeah. <laughs> Alan's dead. Um, <laughs> Arnie's in prison and like he's cleaning and like he's having like a possession episode essentially. It was, it was creepy. And also like it was big to me because I was like, this didn't happen. If this had happened in a prison, I would have heard about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
there is like a moment where like the water he's like mopping the floor and it like falls in the corner and he's looking up like he can see it's like one of those like it's a dark shadowy corner and he's like i can see something in there yeah and like the lights are freaking out and like i like he's upside down because it's like freaky i love it i love a give me the twisty turny bones cracking i'm doing a back bend kind of possession that's what i want the bone thing doesn't really possession i want a hard possession (laughs) i want a crackling possession because it doesn't freak me out i just think it's a fun little touch (laughs) yeah i was gonna say it doesn't really freak me out um but like i want the head to spin 360 there's like some other prisoner in there and he likes he's like supposed to be like sickly on his deathbed essentially yeah and then he just like sits up and starts talking to him about I don't, I don't know like probably like in latin or some shit and it's like the you devil his satanic majesty is gonna come here and kill you he's coming he doesn't like you knock knock bitch and that scared me but um but so the waterbed the waterbed and so the waterbed scene is kind of freaky he's the in the movie there's no waterbed scene in the documentary because the documentary is being filled filmed present day so yeah. they only have like home video and they can home make a waterbed i know put however old david is now they have um on a waterbed netflix well they have like little reenactments yeah that's true they could have reenacted this show yeah um but they didn't want to um upstage the conjuring three the devil made me do it to be fair i don't think they could i don't think they could have done I mean, the waterbed scene yeah i was better. like not with the waterbed scene the waterbed scene is probably like one of my favorite scenes yeah i well okay so i kind of like the weird underground witch chasing scenes mm-hmm. because i'm like ooh, spooky dark i don't um, like underground witch <laughs> yay because <laughs> it's like it's kind of gross i love a gross grimy moment i love a moment and it gives ugh. <laughs> So I like, I like and appreciate that. So like, <clears throat> essentially Ed and Lorraine are like, how did this happen? And like IRL, Debbie and Arnie were moving into a new house and like all the family was like helping them clean it and like do stuff, whatever. There was like an old waterbed in there and David IRL is like, there was like an evil old man in there and he possessed me and he was a demon. This also happens in the movie, except, like, a hand comes out of the waterbed and, like, grabs him. And then there's, like, a dark spot under the bed. And that's when they find, like, the witch's totem. That doesn't happen IRL because... There is no mention of a witch IRL at all. (laughs) There is no witch. There is zero witch. There is only demon. And The witch starring Anya Taylor-Joy is not here. Yeah. I think... Honestly, like, I'm not even mad that they went witch route because, to be fair, there's not enough evidence or, like, anything for them to be like, this is the demon. Because in the first Conjuring movie, the f- in the real world, yeah. IRL, the family was like, this is the name. Yeah, and this in is, the like, second a haunted movie, land. There was a guy that they were like, it's bill wilkins it's billy bill wilkins is coming for me and this one the family never was like it has a name this is the name so they couldn't really do anything off of it so i totally get and like i'm kind of into the whole like witch thing um but i do hate that there wasn't i well okay (laughs) so 
if I if I was in, in the power of the Conjuring movies, I would have done it full send into what happened IRL. And like, even though I love the witch thing, I would have gotten rid of that. I would have done everything that they did leading up to like the murder trial. Yeah. I would have made sure that, you know, David's two brothers and like the parents were there and like they were our main part and I would have focused in on that. Maybe the brothers like were like, you can't talk about me in the movie. Take me out. Maybe. Um, Because in the documentary, very close to the end, we find out from David's oldest brother that after their mom died and they were going through her shit, he found she apparently had um, OCD. And one of the ticks that she had from her OCD is that she had to document everything. Like everything she did that day. She She had to write it down. She had to do. And they were like. It, she never wrote it down in like one book. It was little notes on everything. Yeah. And he was like, we kept finding these notes saying like the families had their medicine tonight. It's going to be a nice yeah. night. And it turns out that she was feeding them this old sleeping med. Yeah. That like it doesn't get, I'm sure it probably gets made quote unquote, but just yeah. under a different name today. But like, it's a drug that does not exist now. Yeah. But um, one of the, or a few of the symptoms that come with this drug is weight gain and hallucinations. Yeah. I would have added that into the end of the Conjuring movie to make it a twist. To be like, it was all fake. I mean, she was the witch all along. Exactly. Your mother poisoned you. Tee hee hee. Because, like... Or maybe even tie it in to be, like, she's the original demonic possession. Yeah. And she... The demon was, like, feed them sleeping meds. Yeah. To make them all seem possessed and make... Ruin all of their lives. Because while, um... Debbie did meet Arnie in a grocery store when she was 20 and he was 12, I want to say. Yeah. And he was obsessed with her from then on. And she was like, I guess we'll get married. Um, They're pretty sure they started dating when he was like 14 or 16 it was. Mm -hmm. And she was however old is from that. That would have been 24. Yeah. While that's gross and I don't like um, Debbie doing that. She was also going through it in her home, being fed sleeping pills by her mother. Well, but then she moved in in real life. She moved in with Arnie. Mm -hmm. And I think they just like hung out at the house a lot. So maybe they were eating dinner. That's what I'm thinking. Because like when um, he mentions like the sleeping, when Carl mentions um, the notes about the sleeping pills, one of the things that he like thinks back on is that like she always had a bowl for herself and she never ate more than what was already in her bowl and like they would all like all the boys and debbie and their dad would all eat from this like huge pot and she would never eat from that pot yeah like the example he used is was um when she like made spaghetti yeah she would put like all the spaghetti like family style one pot but then she would have a separate little pot and they would always be like oh do you want more mom to serve her out of the like family pot and she'd be like no i'm good yeah she would never eat after, like, whatever they were eating from, she would never eat from it. Yeah. And I'm like, brother, you were not, de- <laughs> you were not possessed. You were drugged. And, like, it just, in the documentary, I mean, the movie doesn't really make me that sad because, like, it doesn't show this. Um, and it also doesn't show Debbie and Arnie's relationship. Arnie also had a shit life. Um, yeah. He basically had to become a father at 12. Yeah. 
um his dad left i think before he was like even born or something yeah. and then he had like a bunch of other siblings and like he had to drop out to work and all this other stuff and he had to help pay his rent with his mom after he was like i want to say he dropped out when he was like 12 yeah and then he was like in prison for 10 years yeah um but like the movie just makes me really sad for david because like david still believes like that he was possessed yeah and like even after carl says like carl tells the audience what happened um david's like that's not true like my mom wouldn't well, have drugged she would us never drug us i was like... possessed and like he's still very much and i can't like describe it but he gives the energy of someone who's still very much a child yeah forever stuck in that youth because and like i've i do feel like legitimately bad no matter how many you know he's and haws we might crack about yeah. him he if you watch the documentary it is it's very i don't want to say sad or heartbreaking but like it's so obvious that this was such a traumatic event for him when he was 11 and that he like he'll constantly refer to be like i always feel like i'm stuck like he's like whenever i look at that like pictures from back then all i can think about is that's a possessed 11 year old yeah which like i mean if my mom had been feeding me sleeping pills yeah and i had been hallucinating at 11 I probably would have been like, I'm possessed. Same. Oh my God. So <laughs> speaking of, this is not like possessed, but this is my weird little, um, he and ha story. Um, one time I, so I used to sleep on the floor in the corner of my room because trauma when I was like in my 11 to 13 year age and we were painting my room and there was paint thinner on the floor and I accidentally knocked it over and like it like spilled onto my leg while i was sleeping and i woke up and i like, couldn't feel my leg and i was like oh my leg's gonna fall off or something i couldn't remember what i thought about my leg but i was like she's gone my leg's just gone like we have to amputate my i think i oh i was like i'm paralyzed now i somehow just thought that i woke up paralyzed and me and my mom could not figure what was going on like we were just like she was just like how did this happen blah blah, blah. and i'm like i don't know i guess i just can't feel my legs now <laughs> it was because I had just been dousing it in paint that are all night. <laughs> and because then, then, like, I started to get feeling in my legs a little bit after a bit. And I was like, uh, and like, she looked at the bottle. It was like, is, was that next to you? And I was like, because, like, I think she assumed, like, most people would that I was sleeping in my bed. <laughs> and she was like, were you sleeping over there? Like, was that next to you? And I was like, oh yeah it was it was next to me and i so like <laughs> i was ready to believe any crazy i was fully like i just woke up paralyzed i guess that's how that that's how that works i was also like confirmed at that time into the catholic church i was like he's punishing me yeah and like their family not well they not were very like religious too. yeah i was like well not like the most devout whatever they were religious and i think that's where a, a lot of like where david got it from yeah was that like in the documentary he was taught he says like we were taught the devil and god and yeah. good and bad and like you know if you're bad that's the devil's work if you're yeah. good you're like god's little angel so and then like they even like and this is only from like us re- researching this like even in the documentary they don't really mention much like in the conjuring movie arnie being possessed in between the time he t- takes to murder yeah but like 
and I read like this article and it was from I want to say Wanda his sister and also Debbie Debbie's yeah. account saying that like he would just be sitting in their apartment like growling and all this like weird stuff he would do and I'm like why not say that like that fo- that helps you right <laughs> like if you're just like oh for like a couple weeks he was fine and then he killed somebody I think he was possessed that sounds so fake right that sounds like he was just angry which like i think he was but (laughs) we (laughs) sorry um, arnie yeah because i think he also was like yeah i was possessed he fully believes it too but i I think he lived in the house for a bit with debbie so i think he got some sleeping pills yeah he also has ptsd from like his life so yeah and i also don't know if like he believes it or if it's something that he's or well okay okay i do think he believes it Mm -hmm. but i don't know if it's because he like it happened Mm -hmm. in the same sense of like he hallucinated like david and like because like david like fully believes it yeah or if it's like i believe it because it's the lie i've been having to tell myself since it happened to be able to be believable believed by a jury yeah because like if you just i mean like it's not like you can't get um what's it called double double jeopardy yeah yeah is that what it's called yeah double jeopardy that's so weird when you like you can't get charged for yeah. the same crime. Twice. I'm like it's not like they can put him back in and be like, "Ah, oh, we got yeah, you." It's called double jeopardy. But like you know, I feel like he would obviously get a lot of flack for being like, "No, actually I don't think I was possessed anymore." Yeah. I don't think that would go well for him. <laughs> Which like I don't So all in the documentary, all the brothers and Arnie are all in different rooms when they're um like telling their recount of the events and like what they think happened and like their feelings about everything and blah 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 uh it's pretty clear that like at least carl and david don't speak to each other because they very clearly believe different things about everything that happened but i don't know that like if like arnie still speaks to david and that's part of why like he still believes it and still like even it like it kind of like also makes me wonder if he still just like says that publicly to protect david yeah that's a good question because like he you know while i don't believe that it was true and i don't believe that they were possessed he was willing to be possessed for david yeah he was like take me not this child i love him that's my homie yeah so i think he would lie for him i do too I think he would lie to him, too. Yeah. (laughs) And be like, yeah, you were definitely possessed. And so was I. Just two possessed guys going about town. Um, I don't remember what I was about to say, but know that it was important. I'm going to say something very unimportant. Mm -hmm. Uh, The dad was super hot. Oh, my God. (laughs) Meredith's into Arnie, young Arnie, also old Arnie. Well, you know who I was really into and then I figured out that he was probably 12 when the little home video showed was the older brother. Carl? Yeah. He had like this little like mullet vibe, yeah. white like shirt tucked into the pants. It was giving <laughs> Bruce Springsteen and then I was like he's probably 13. I'm a fucking predator. <laughs> but I mean, to my no defense, one made you <laughs> all that, but you just did. So go off. To my defense, I did not know that he was that young (laughs) when I first saw him. Officer, I swear, I thought she was 18. I thought he was legal. (laughs) I swear to you. I mean, he's a man in a home video. So, I mean, not a man, a boy in a home video. So, 
<laughs> I think you're fine. You're not going to get charged. But they also show pictures of the dad because they're like, he didn't believe any of it. Like he wasn't around. At one point, Carl tells the story of like David being possessed and like they can't get him to stop cussing at their mom and all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And the dad walks in and is like, he sit down and shut up. Slaps him yeah. and says, you better sit the fuck down. And he's like, and he the demon listened to my dad. He didn't listen to anybody else, but he listened to my dad. I find that very interesting. And you know what? So do I. So do I. <laughs> it's giving. I was hallucinating and someone literally snapped me out of it. Yeah. I don't see. The other thing, like his dad, I want to say like work two jobs, but there's like always talk about how he's like always at work. He's working a lot. Yada, yada. I'm like, did you eat at work? Did you bring food that she made you from home to work? Was he less possessed than them? Because he was like eating. Um, well, I think Hardy's, which was Carl Jr.'s at the time, because he was also Carl. I want to say it like in the documentary, they were like, he's never home. He's working those yeah. long hours. So I feel like he was eating things that were not in the household. Yeah. And so he was just fine. Exactly. Like he was just like, y'all are being weird, which like I love. Um, I mean, I love Carl Jr. Just apropos of nothing, but I love him like also taking the sleeping pills, but then being like, yeah, no, that was bullshit. Like, he probably could have been hallucinating, too. But, like, he grew up and was like, mm, actually, that was fake. Yeah. I have considered the facts. And not to be um, an annoying astrology girl about it, but I would love to see the charts of this family. I would love to know. And not that I'm going to be like, oh, like, David was a cancer. Of course he believed it. But, <laughs> like, you know those cancers are yeah, always believing when, oh my God. when they're gaslit. God, if I find out that the mom, I think, I want to say now that I'm thinking about it, I want to say Arnie was a Virgo. Somebody was a Virgo and I was upset about it. It might have been from the last movie. I think it was um, Janet, honestly. Hmm. I was like, the mom kind of gives Virgo energy. Stop it. <laughs> she it, Like, look, I know she's OCD, but the meticulous note taking. Yeah. And I'm, the need for peace and quiet. See, that's the thing is like... Drug your family. All these moms... It's giving Virgo. That's the thing. Like, all these moms that are, like, horrible in these, like, horror situations and, like, possession stuff. I'm like, I get it. Same. You got a family of four. Three boys that won't you shut up. a lot of money. She probably didn't have a job. It was that time. It was she of the era that women didn't have jobs. She didn't think that she was making them hallucinate and or gain weight. Like, she was just like, I need them to shut up. And I'm like they're yeah, loud i get it boys do need to shut up so real <laughs> which is why i'm like it does make me wonder if she fed the because the oldest boy not to be like fat shame he's not as big like but when in the home videos he's much skinnier than yeah. his brothers and one of the major side effects of this um medication that she was feeding them was massive weight gain yeah so it do make me wonder if he was eating shit or if maybe he was like, because he apparently like helped his dad out a lot. I wonder if he like worked. He with went his to dad. work with him and it was like, I don't. The, also, like the I don't middle fuck brother with mom's food. is so middle brother and that like he's not like he believes David, but like he he doesn't weigh in a lot to be like this is my hard stance. Yeah, he's like 
I'm the middle child. I just want everyone to get along. And I'm and like, yeah, you do. Each other. Yeah, you do, uh, middle child. And our sister's dead. Oh. Yeah. They don't really talk about Debbie a lot, though. They don't. They interviewed her, like, before she passed. Um, I want to say she passed in 2021. Yeah. And so they've got interviews. There's, like, tons of interviews from, like, with her. Yeah. In it from, like, when Arnie was on trial and, like, when he got out. So, like, they had plenty of footage to pull from for yeah. the documentary. But she and Arnie got married um, when he went to jail and they never divorced. They were married until she died. Which is crazy because he looks completely like a homosexual. Oh my god, he's so gay coded. My motherfucker is silver, like, tight cut beard. Yeah. So well groomed. Bald. Like, so Mr. Bald. Clean bald. Yeah. Fucking ear piercings. Mm-hmm. And in the documentary, he's wearing this fucking little black turtleneck yeah he is so queer that is he a looks homo- like he homosexual. runs an art gallery he does in san francisco yeah he is from the tenderloin district <laughs> he's such a little queer man and i think that's why like i know he's a murderer but i just can't help to love him i mean honestly and that's another thing is like i feel like number one i feel like arnie's childhood was stolen from him but like number two i feel like it was stolen from him and like he can't go back to what he would like even if he is and like i'm not saying like he has to be gay i'm not putting that on you to come out of the closet whatever yeah if you're gay do whatever you need to do to stay safe but i feel like he can't because of the life that he had like with that family because like he was with Debbie and like Debbie and him got married in prison and mm-hmm. like now if he like comes out and is like i'm gay then it just like it's gonna feel like either to him or to the public or both that like he's just discrediting like his life yeah i do agree i do i do agree even though now debbie's dead but like i don't know yeah. i don't know his relationship with the brothers same i, I feel don't like that would be such a like i know the mom's dead but like is the dad dead i feel like the dad has to be dead if he's not hit me up if he's not he's probably 90 hit me up man well he doesn't have any money well, actually, now actually that I think he might be it. like 80. Because another fact um, that they mentioned in the documentary is that the Warrens, I could not remember their last name, got like $80,000 from like a book deal yeah. from this. And they got like four, was it? Or like 10? And no, it was nowhere near 10. Yeah. It was, either f- it was somewhere between four to eight. Yeah. They only saw like a few thousand dollars from it. Yeah, they so didn't see anywhere. I'm not near. saying hit me up because he has money. I'm hit, saying hit me up because he was hot in the 80s. But <laughs> <laughs> look, he's gonna die. Like, can I make his last years happy? He's probably already dead. I hope you're not. <sighs> he is. So I hate to bust your bubble. If you're not, call me. Beat me if you want to reach me. But anyway, is there any other thoughts to add? Thoughts, questions, concerns, and problematic stances? Um, Questions as to how many siblings Arnie did have? Because, yeah, like... there's at least three. Yeah. And, like, fathers and, like... I don't know, so, like... How many fathers did he have? Not, None. <laughs> not fathers of him, but, like, of the other kids. Because, like, his dad left before he was even born and he's got like at least two other siblings yeah and he's got he has younger siblings so i wonder if his mom was just a hoe that's kind of what i'm thinking like it's weird that like that wasn't out 
I mean, it's not weird that none of them no. helped out, but it's weird that none of them like stuck around to be like abusive. It's kind of weird that like that like, wasn't that like exploited by the media as like his home life, especially like in the eighties, to be like That's why he, he was murdered. Yeah, like he had a bad home life. He only had a mom who was never around because she was always hoeing about which all these different dudes. Which like you know, shout out to her. Do your thing. Named you do your, you as long as you can take care of the kids you popping out your pussy you she can't <laughs> exactly but she also can't get on birth control so well she could just not <laughs> has she thought about that she had not and she Obviously. will not <laughs> but yeah um they all had weird names obviously he's arnie cheyenne his sister is wanda i don't remember the other one oh, fuck. i don't know there wanda's the only one that i remember yeah because she gave the article that I read um, also where they discuss Alan Bono, mm-hmm. um, which is this is like the IRL story is like they went out, he got drunk, yeah. Arnie got drunk. It was bad. Um, no one was having a good time. Like, I think like Arnie got drunk, but then everyone was like, including Arnie was like, okay, but Alan's taking it too far. Yeah. So let's go. And then they got in a tussle outside of the apartment slash dog kennel. Yeah. And that's when, um, uh, Arnie stabbed him. And in the movie, he is drunk, but they did not go out. They were just like at home and he was trying to fix this, the stereo. Yeah. And, blondie's call me is playing and it's great (laughs) um and that's when he just like kind of has like hallucination freak out and he thinks that he's coming after like he thinks he's being gross towards debbie yeah and that debbie's not reciprocating and so he's being like i gotta protect your honor sis irl though it's like he they're all trying to leave and he's like not letting debbie's cousin mary leave who's like eight yeah it's like not to like make that okay at all but like he is drunk so i don't know what's going on in his mind he's i think he's just freaking out that people are leaving i don't think which like you know i don't know maybe he was a child predator but like we'll never know yeah because also in the movie they make him out to be a weird horrible guy and i was like maybe he was fine and then i like read the article and i was like no he doesn't seem great they were kind of right about that yeah maybe he was weird and kind of bad like i don't think definitely weird i don't think um he was right to murder him necessarily but if he would have knocked him out i would have been like yeah he deserved that yeah yeah maybe one stab yeah in a non-fatal place (laughs) achilles kneecap him look let me tell you not this is gonna get off topic really fast i can't wait i am such a proponent of kneecapping oh um specifically in the sense of police brutality and how police are uh, always taught to shoot in the upper torso area yeah kneecap a bitch you think they have a gun kneecap like if you shoot a bitch in a kneecap i'm gonna tell you they're gonna drop whatever they're holding yeah because they're gonna be falling to the ground grabbing that damn kneecap I don't think people understand how much it hurts to get shot in the leg. This is your legs, especially whatever your thigh bone is, is Mm. your biggest bone and it is hard to break. And so when you break it, it is extremely painful. Kneecap a bitch, shoot them in the thigh. I thought you were going to talk about Aaron Rodgers and his ACL. 
Oh, I don't know because when I think about it, I think about the video. I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but then I think about that video and how his ACL snapped like a damn fucking string, like a fucking rubber band, and that <laughs> makes me shudder. <laughs> I don't like it. I think about it a lot. No. Not like I'm uh, like, I think about it happening to me. Exactly. And I'm like, I have, I, I have injured myself so much in the past two months. Yeah. I can't do it. I'd kill myself. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> On God. <laughs> over your ACL <laughs> I'm like I'm trying to think of another young person thing to say um, no about on fleek. nothing about it dog <laughs> swag my my ACL would not be swagging it out <laughs> I thought you were bae but you're just fam truly <laughs> me to my ACL <laughs> but um but yeah that, yeah. one, that was my side tangent about you, we should kneecap bitches more. I agree. Yeah. You're not going to kill them. They might be permanently injured, but, you know, it's better than not dead. Exactly. Um, You want to keep your job as a police officer, you better start kneecapping. <laughs> my other thoughts are that I don't really like this movie. I didn't. And it's like, I don't hate it. It doesn't make me angry. I don't really like this movie, like, A, because it doesn't really freak me out beyond that prison scene. And I don't really, it's not that I don't like the witch thing, but like, it doesn't really feel like it fits to me. Yeah. Like with the whole thing. And I think it's because, you know, the story wasn't real and they didn't have like a name or thing to go off of. So they were like, oh, witch did it. And I'm like, no, she didn't. Yeah. Free my bad bitch. Yeah. Leave her alone. I will agree. Like of all of the movies, this one like hits the least in the sense of like, in the first movie and in the second movie, you can kind of look at it and be like, someone may have cooked here, but yeah. there might have been some cooking in the kitchen. But in this one, I don't think there was any cooking in the kitchen I was outside like, of the mom. The mom cooked here. The mom was feeding bitches pills. And I think if I never knew that, and if Netflix never created the documentary, yeah. I would have probably thought someone could have cooked here. Yeah. Um, Especially with like Wanda's perspective of like even though it's not depicted in the movie that Arnie was exhibiting the same like yeah quote unquote symptoms that David was doing when yeah. he was possessed i would have been like oh someone may have cooked here like he was possessed and then arnie was possessed i've connected the dots yeah but considering that we've get we get the mom potentially feeding everyone sleeping pills that cause hallucinations yeah it definitely makes me feel like there's less cooking in the kitchen this time. However, I still like this movie. I, w- I definitely won't rate it as high as I rated the other ones. Mm-hmm. But I would still watch it again. But mainly for the Ed and Lorraine plot. I, I will, I'm thinking about it now. I'm looking back in retrospect. I'm critically thinking about it. Mm-hmm. My main problem is that it starts so late with David's possession. Yeah, I wish it would have been like... Well, so it doesn't even start late. It just he's only possessed for like it makes it seem like he's only possessed for a day because yeah. we get him pre-possession true because we get the waterbed scene and then we jump to exorcism time yeah i wish most of the movie had been because that's what it was real like in real life yeah because it was like arnie had only been possessed for three months and then he kills yeah i wish the movie would have been more of david's yeah. getting that really centered in and believable exactly and moving it to arnie yeah and spending time like making it be like 
a couple of days of him waking up being kind of weird. Yeah. And then he kills him and then they figure out it's this demon. And then they... And because then that, at that, you would lose the witch part. Yeah. And then go into the, like... And I wish they would have done, um, like, an actual courtroom moment of them having yeah. to, like, argue it out. I know that's not spooky. But they didn't choose a very spooky case for this exactly. movie. So if you're going to do that, I would be like, well, then if we're going to get technical, I want to see the courtroom scenes. Because that was honestly one of the most interesting things about the documentary is them trying to prove possession. Exactly. That's fascinating as hell. The um, use of spectral evidence has only been allowed and it has only succeeded once in the United States of America. And it was not this case. No, it was a case <laughs> many, many, many years ago. Her name was, um, I want to say her name was Zola and her husband killed her, but he s- made it out to be that um, she like had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Everlasting faint is what they used to call it. Um, and he would not let the doctor go near her body so he couldn't perform a full autopsy. Mm-hmm. So he was like, yeah, I everlasting faint. She fell down the fucking stairs. I don't know. And then... Um, her mom was like, she's coming to me in my dreams and she's telling me all this shit about how um, there's like her bloody dress in this corner of her house and that he broke her neck and like stepped on her neck and like completely like... I remember this. Fucked her neck up. Yeah. And then the mom went and the mom had never been into her house because she didn't like the husband. So they were estranged and they yeah. were super close. And so she found all of this and she's told the court magistrate and all of the friends and she thought they were going to be like, she's a witch. Yeah. But everyone believed her and they fucking got his ass and um, they allowed her to present the evidence of um, her spectral visit by her daughter to um, the jury. I love that. Yeah. And then it was... Um, Where's that Conjuring movie? Honestly, where's the Conjuring movie where, like, give me and Lorraine going back in time <laughs> to, like, the Salem witch trials. They would fuck them bitches up. I'm just imagining her empathic. More, more people would die. <laughs> they would be like, everyone's a fucking witch here. What the fuck? Where do I get $50,000? <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, we don't have that kind of money here. We have... Um, I don't have any gold coins. An acorn. <laughs> I'll give you an acorn for that. <laughs> I will die your I mean, hoes. They would call her a witch. Oh, they immediately. would absolutely. Oh, yeah. If Ed and Lorraine got sent back to the Salem witch trials... Lorraine would die immediately. Yeah. That bitch, they would be like, oh, empath. I also, and this was before on fire. the strike and everything happened. I'm, and like, I don't know, this is just me. I like love stories where they don't end happily. Theirs didn't, but also theirs didn't start happily to me anyway, so I don't care. I want to see Ed die. I want to see Ed die in one of these movies. Oh, don't do that to me. I love Patrick Wilson. I want to see him die. I want to see him bench press 420. <laughs> I mean, you can. Um, I Just want, replay no, it. I want to see Ed, Lorra- Ed Warren fucking deadlift 420 in one of the Conjuring movies. <laughs> I want him to be absolute. I want him to come out and take his shirt off and just be fucking ripped. I want him to do that and then die from oh, doing it. Oh, and maybe have like, um, like a, like a, um. A cross? A necklace? Um. Mm, what are a rosary tattoo like a neck oh, rosary God. tattoo oh yeah with it like dripping between his titties <laughs> that's the dream oh, maybe pick some, me up, i'm scared <laughs> maybe some like latin on the side yeah, i don't like it yeah i want a buff 
daddy and <laughs> Warren. We're getting into like softcore porn, Ed Warren. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't, want softcore I mean, porn, Ed Warren. <laughs> I do like that because he would hate it. Oh, I, and the real Ed Warren would be rolling in his grave. Exactly. That's why I think Patrick Wilson needs to deliver. <laughs> Patrick, if you're listening to this. <laughs> I mean, he is. And he is all obviously going to go tell the Conjuring writers. Please tell, um, God, what's the... What's James Wan? The, yes. He didn't even do this one. Well, he wrote this one with another guy, tell which him, is another reason that I don't, I don't like it I don't need another much. Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> I need softcore porn Conjuring. <laughs> the Conjuring 4. Um, eating ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Conjuring 4. What's a good softcore porn name? Um. Uh, so it was gonna be called the Warren Files. The devil. Be called the, the Ass Files. Devil made me do it. <laughs> but and put like a a kissy face at the end. The devil made me do it. I didn't want to. The devil made me. <laughs> Fill in the blank. The devil who made me. Oh yeah. I like that. Oh, the monster who, the monster within. Yeah. The monster within is good. Within okay. my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, shout out to softcore porn, Patrick. Um, <laughs> I thought you were just going to say to softcore porn. I'm, you know what? Shout out to... Um, I'm scared. Ethically sourced <laughs> softcore porn. Okay. Um, because I agree. I support sex work. Hot take. And I think that, you know, if there are individuals who wish to make porn, as long as you are making it in a situation in which you feel comfortable and it is all consensual all around... And your director's not a piece of shit. Yeah. And you are getting the money that you deserve. Suck that dick, queen. <laughs> Period. So true. And to everyone who's in a porn industry situation where it's not great, I hope you um find a place where you can thrive and do better. And Me get too. therapy. Hot takes. Because you're probably going to need it. From Merida and Alexis this week. Exactly. Support your sex workers. I agree. 100%. On this podcast, you know what we do? We support sex work. We support sex work. And if this seven or eight of you can't handle that, then leave, leave and tell your friends to listen. <laughs> <laughs> tell your friends who support sex workers to listen. Exactly. Um, that being said, I do want them to make a softcore porn version of like, the I'm sure they have. But I want it with Patrick. Wilson. I was like, Patrick and, and Vera um, aren't in Vera. And, uh, yeah, they're not there, but I'm sure they have. I mean, honestly, look, I if love Vera. If I was She's one so of her pretty. siblings, I would. Oh, I would absolutely. And I would be calling Patrick. <laughs> and being like, hey, oh. so I have an idea. <laughs> I'm thinking like he's her IRL husband. He's not. He's she not posts about her sure. IRL husband a lot on Instagram, which like, you know, as you Vera, should, if you love if you your ever husband. listen to this, turn it off now. Her husband is so weird looking. I don't like it. I think they're so cute. No, I don't like him. He looks dirty. I mean, in a bad way. Yeah, I I wish she would have married Patrick Wilson. Pete Davidson. Shut up. (laughs) That's different. Not to me. This man looks like he's just old. I don't even want to say the trailer trailer park version because I would fuck up a trailer park version of Pete Davidson. Yeah. Mainly because Pete Davidson is the trailer park version. Yeah. I don't know. He just, it's it hits different when I look at him. Because he's old. You're way. ageist. I like older. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know. Um, you like I a would, suave old man, though. But anyway, rating. I would rate this movie a six. Okay. Four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it other than I would watch it again um, in about a year. 
yeah i was like I i'll mean, watch it again in halloween next year probably i was like i would watch it again in a week i wouldn't care about it but yeah yeah i agree it's fine <laughs> i liked it it's i like it as like not even like i would watch this not spooky time season because it's not really like a super scary movie yeah so it's just a fun little like crime thriller yeah if they had marketed it as a crime thriller i would have rated it higher true so but outside of that oh and the the soundtrack does slop if anyone was wondering (laughs) but with that we will leave you tis the end of our conjuring series until they make another one um but after this i don't know which movie we'll move on to next but know that it's going to be a good one and so so scary it's probably going to be spooky yeah (laughs) it's probably going to be scooby-doo if i'm real honest um but yeah, I feel like I feel like it's you know we're we're having a hard time in the life in the yeah. world right now. What's better than watching some Scooby Doo? Nothing. Oh, I thought you were. I thought like when you said it, I was like, you hate Scooby Doo. <laughs> this is changing our friendship. I'm gonna have to pack and move out. No, no. But I love Scooby Doo, so we'll be back and we get to talk about um, Matthew Lillard. Yay! Yay! But stay spooky and stay scary.